We've been speaking uh, about uh, this morning about the more support needed for the aged care facility and hearing your stories around loved ones and ones that are caring for right now, whether it's up to scratch. Dr. Chris Galvin is the Director of Home of Compassion Aged Care Facility in Upper Hutt. He joins me now. Chris, good morning. Chris, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Kia ora. Just how bad is the sector? We've been doing it for nearly an hour, and it sounds pretty bad. Oh, <clears throat> it's hard to sugarcoat it, and I'm not here to, um, to paint a picture that's any more um, rosy than it is. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a sector that's right on the brink of collapse, and uh, that's in nobody's interest. Uh, and, of course, it's, it's, um, we talk about aged care, but we're all actually talking about the same pool, in particular registered nurses, that everybody else, you know, the DHBs of Tafata Order and other uh, parts of the healthcare sector are also um, in competition for. So, uh, in a sense, we can say that the aged care sector is in crisis, but that's that, that doesn't, I don't want to give the impression that healthcare in New Zealand is not in crisis because it all is. How can we get the situation where somebody, just say, for instance, me, able bodied, normal person, not medically qualified, but surely I could go and work in an aged care facility one day a week and help? Uh, well, the, 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 and that would be nice, and you can volunteer if you'd like to. If you live anywhere near Upper Hutt, then come and see us, Nick, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll accommodate you. Um, and, and I know that that's what a lot of people are thinking, and um, that's understandable, but the, the people who work in aged care are very highly skilled, incredibly highly skilled. And uh, you, you often will start off as a, um, you know, there's, there's the medical and there's the non-medical staff. And, of course, the non-medical staff are as much we're under the pinch as anybody else who's trying to hire yes. staff in this environment at the moment. So that's difficult. That's, that's very difficult. But the medical staff or the clinical staff, they range um, from physiotherapists and all sorts of different uh, forms of therapy that's provided um, uh, to uh, elderly with uh, health needs, often a multiplicity of health needs, but right through to caregivers. And you can be at level one, two, three or four um, for health uh, as, a, uh, as a caregiver, and then through up into registered nurses. So these are very highly skilled people. They spend a long time and pretty intensive time um, doing papers through universities or politics to get the qualifications they they have. And really, it's at that upper level of the registered nurses yes. with the real pinches, but also with caregivers. And that increasingly for care homes is an area where we find it hard to recruit as well. Is it just down to money or is it just down to being able to open the doors and get some, some qualified nurses into your sector from overseas? Oh, look, I wish I wish I, I had a simple answer for you. I, I, in, in one sense, I'd love it to be just money. Um, I mean, we at the at the, at the Compassion, I mean, we're we're a big organisation. I'm the chief executive of the whole kit and caboodle, and we run the Wellington Soup Kitchen that gives out sixty thousand meals a year, and we've got a large stable of social housing. So we used to be a quite a big player in elder care provision for rest homes in New Zealand, and over the decades, we've um, We've sold off a lot of those, and St. Joseph's Home and Compassion Upper Hutt is our last one. And and the days and the days of the single owner operator are gone for um, healthcare. You, you you know we're partnering with the amazing people at Heritage Life Care. Nick, they own forty two homes, and that's really the only way you can uh, make it work. 
Um, but for us and the difficulties that we've faced over the last um, three months, it's not been a question of money. I mean, we're in a nice position to be able to say, look, what is most important to us is the quality care of our residents. Second, or these are probably all not in a particular order. They're all the three main important things for us: are the quality care of our residents, the welfare of our staff, and the the preservation of that facility for the utility of generations to come in the Hutt Valley. Those are our three. Everything else falls by the wayside, including making a profit, which we haven't done for a long time. Nick, give me give um, me a give me a, a number from one to ten. The scale ten being the worst, one one being the best. Uh, what situation are we in with aged care right now? Oh, eight or nine. Wow. Sorry, ten, ten being the worst, yeah, one ten, being the best. Was yeah, it that, yeah. that way around? Yeah, that way around, eight, because, nine. I mean, that's what how urgent we are, isn't it? I mean, how yeah, much... Let, let, let me give you a practical example. Now, in August, we, had, um, we got down to the situation where we should have 15 registered nurses and we had uh, two full-time permanent registered nurses left. Okay, and we we are a hospital care facility. I don't know if many people realise that elder care, we're not just talking about aged care um, of those people who are completely compass mentors, who are elderly, who like to be in an environment where they can enjoy uh, the full um, ambit of their life for um, for however long they may um, uh, they may have left, to put, to put it bluntly. We're not only talking about them, we're talking about dementia care, right yeah. through the stages of dementia, and hospital-level care. Now, our facility is a hospital-level care. We offer all three, and we have 71 beds of our 88 beds that are able to offer hospital-level care. When we decided that we um, needed to close, I now probably have 15 messages, uh, either by email phone or conversations with centre managers around the greater Wellington and beyond region who have said, Chris, we're so sorry to hear this. You've been in business for 100 years. It's a tragedy. Can we have your staff? Can we have your Your staff? staff. I even said said to one of them, hey, look, I totally understand this conversation. And if, um, and we're not closing, I just want to make that very clear. But, But I said to them at the time when we thought we were, I said, look, if our falling over means that you can survive, then I understand. But I do. I said to them, I just need you to know that I feel like the cadaver who has not yet died and people are coming in with indelible ink saying, I'll have that bit and I'll have that bit. Oh. I said, this conversation is difficult for me. But from that, Nick, you can see that there are any number. There is no elder care facility in the country who's sitting back and is not in the position of one or two untimely resignations from registered nurses away from having to seriously consider closing. Thanks, Chris. I really appreciate you taking time this morning. Uh, Dr. Chris Galvin, uh, the Director of the Home of Compassion Aged Care Facility in Upper Hutt. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.